The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. I said before the break we were going to cover the so-called Wagata Christie trial. One listener responds with pathetic handbags in the high court. Two talentless wags spending their hobbies money. Ooh, that might be regarded as a bit sexist, is it, Jennifer Gannon? Uh, yeah, slightly. And I mean, it's fascinating. I mean, apart from the fact that we're getting so much m- massive gossip out of it, it's also really kind of comes into play about viewpoints about surrounding the media and people's celebrities' relationships with the media, how we consume the media. It's There's so much in this. Okay, let, take us back. And for those people, the few people mm. who may not know who Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney are, just tell us, before we get into the substance of the case, just who these two women are. Okay, so basically, Rebecca Vardy is the wife of Leicester footballer Jamie Vardy and she has taken this £3 million libel proceedings against Wayne Rooney's wife, Colleen Rooney. And this all came about due to these explosive claims made by Colleen Rooney in 2019 when she accused Vardy of leaking stories to her uh, from her to the tabloids. And Colleen basically suspected that someone in her private circle was leaking, uh, selling stories about her and her family to the tabloids. Was a rat. Namely, the son was the tabloid that they were selling them to over a five-month basis. And she deliberately posted a, a load of, like something from Scooby-Doo, a load of fake stories uh, to catch out the gossiper. And they've included loads of things like going to Mexico to inquire about, you know, a gender selection treatment so she could have a baby girl. And funny enough, all of these stories made it into the tabloids, uh, into the sun. So then she blocked everyone from viewing her Insta stories on her private account bar one person, which she revealed last year, or in 2019, sorry, was Jamie Vardy's wife, Rebecca Vardy. And she revealed it in very dramatic style. It was all media, very everyone was talking about it at the time. Yeah, she yeah. did a little ellipsis, it's Rebecca Vardy's account. And and then from then on became known as Wagata Christie. It's now known as the Scouse Trap Trial, or if you're Marina <laughs> Hyde in The Guardian, Wagnerock she's calling it so yeah and from then on I think anybody who is a casual observer of this would look at this and think Vardy and her team are really not covering themselves in glory bringing this case against Colleen Yeah and that's the important thing because from an awful lot of the coverage this week you'd think it was Rebecca Vardy was on trial except the reality is Rebecca Vardy is the one who was suing Colleen Rooney, mm. looking for damages for having alleged that she was the rat who was leaking the stories. Exactly. So she's there looking for money. Rooney is defending the case. Vardy had to take the stand to lay out why it is that she felt so damaged. Mm. And it hasn't done her a lot of good, it, it would really appear. It really hasn't. Because she's saying she suffered extreme distress and anxiety and she said she was losing jobs and she was embarrassed and her public image is destroyed. But if anything, she's making it worse for herself because more and more information as the week has gone on this trial has been exposed about her very close relationship to The Sun and to the paparazzi and to other tabloid newspapers. And we have gone through, like, this week some of the most unsavoury selection of stories that Vardy has allegedly sold or tried to sell to the sun and they've all come to light this week there's things like she tried well allegedly tried to leak model Danielle Lloyd's miscarriage to the media because she had a fight with her on Instagram and turned against her and said she was going to get back at her and then she's you know there was also the story about trying to leak the news of footballer Danny Drinkwater's drink driving arrest to the sun and wanted paying that was very explicit for the information to reach the press then trying to leak another story about a celebrity a female celebrity who's apparently cheating on her husband with a premiership footballer and it all looks like you know bullying because then again she's saying you know she insisted that she was joking to that female celebrity so it does 
look, especially something when it's, she apparently used the anniversary of Colleen Rooney's sister's death to contact Colleen to get her to follow her back on Instagram again after Colleen had unfollowed her. So, I mean, it all sounds very childish, but in a way it's nasty and it's the way, that, that insidious way that social media works with people and how we are very close to it, the lives of people and, and can see inside their private lives and what we choose to do with that information is so important. Rooney's lawyers are going through for a shortcut, aren't they? They really are. And, you know, it, it has been, like, I have to say, what we have learned this week is we've learned too much about the, the celebrity world. We've learned everything from the size of Peter Andre's manhood and God helping me. Like, what the hell has that got to do with anything? We were talk, They were talking about how, you know, Vardy Sorry, has... Should I nearly have a sort of a censorship warning <laughs> yeah. on this? Vardy has, uh, they said, a history of kiss and tell. And she said back in 2014, she sold a story about her then paramour, Peter Andre, and how unimpressed she was with his... Um, downstairs his nether regions his downstairs mix up and he has had to come out about three different times on three different occasions this week to say this is not on lads and then to promote himself and say look you know everybody that saw I'm a celebrity saw that he went from an acorn to a giant oak which I thought was possibly the, the quote of the week we've also seen sketch artists trying to get to grips with Wayne Rooney's face he looks completely different in every single sketch artist picture you see this week. But sorry, just just come back to Rebecca Vardy for a moment. There was also an, an issue. There's an extraordinary allegation and this gets quite detailed, but in Discovery, which is part of the libel process, uh, Colleen Rooney's lawyers were looking for access to her mobile phone mm. so they could check WhatsApp messages and Instagram posts and tweets and the rest of it and stuff. And somehow the phone ended up in the North Sea. In the sea, yeah. So she's, Vardy is trying to distance herself from the bulk of the blame and she's trying to pin that on her agent, Caroline Watt. And she said between the two of them, they hatched a plan to boost her profile. And she admitted knowing that her agent was forwarding private information about Colleen Rooney to a journalist in the sun. But the most hilarious part was they were saying that, you know, her explanation for the missing or deleted WhatsApp messages between Watt and her client has been the fact that this, the phone apparently fell into the North Sea after a boat she was, what was on hit a wave um, and she was taking a photograph any other information I was suddenly oh I've dropped my phone which just happens to have all of the privileged information that the lawyers for the other side said it's had farcical. to be kept and couldn't actually ever be disposed of you, you couldn't make this stuff up and what she's not appearing in court because apparently she's not medically fit and she has revoked her permission for a witness statement to be used which is really important and she's withdrawn her waiver which have, would have allowed the Sun journalist to say whether she was the source or not and of course then there was further confusion for Rebecca Vardy when the lawyer for Rooney asked about Davy Jones's locker. Yeah, because that's what he was saying. He said, you know, the the phone with the WhatsApp with all the messages on it was dropped at the side of the boat and like Shirley Valentine, it's lying at the bottom of Davy Jones' locker and Vardy said, who's Davy Jones? I mean, and this you is know the what? thing. I have sympathy for it. That, I do. That, that's an old-fashioned phrase that somebody perhaps of her generation would not know about Davy Jones' locker. I do, and locker. there has been a lot of this. This is why people are finding this trial so funny and so compelling because earlier on in the week, the barristers had to explain to the judge what the abbreviation FFS meant and that a certain emoji wasn't just a laughing face but a crying with laughter face and then there's just this extreme mortification of your WhatsApp being read out in court and I think that element of these private messages being held up for scrutiny has made you know given people pause for thought or made them shudder because it's that 
casual cruelty that you kind of get, everyone kind of engages in and you don't even consider it. And then when you see it in the cold light of day being read out in court, we've had everything from, you know, Rebecca Vardy telling the court that she didn't reply to one of her agent's texts because she was too busy watching Gemma Collins fall over or face planting herself in Dancing on Ice. Gemma Collins has become part of this case, whether she likes it or not. Where do pigeons come into it? I mean, well, it's... Look, she said she compared, you know, Colleen Rooney to a pigeon because she said you're always, no matter what. She said that would be like arguing with a pigeon. You can tell her that it's wrong, but it's still got a shit in your hair. Exactly. And I mean, these are the the brilliant thing about this case. You're getting all this kind of classic back and forth. And there's something between the, the meeting of that kind of supercilious nature of those barristers against somebody who is, you know, very down to earth like these girls are. And I think that's where... The, the comedy is coming from and it's that commonplace kind of intrigue. Okay, Colleen Rooney, has she taken the stand yet? She is taking it today but she said that she had offered, this is the really important thing, she said she has offered an olive, olive branch to Rebecca Vardy about three times to end this dispute so it wouldn't go to court to save face because she said neither myself nor Becky are going to benefit from this and I think that was really wise and I think she is coming out the victor in this first week. I mean even something right down to her wardrobe choices which we've all been looking at and I think Marion Keyes was talking about a lot on Twitter the fact that she is mixing a lot of high street with designer it's making her look like well I'm just a a mum of four who doesn't want to deal with this crap whereas Rebecca Vardy is looking like a Disney villain swathing herself in like uh, you know high high price Chanel and Isabel Morant clothes that are just making her not look relatable to the public and Colleen is endearing herself to the public even more with that Is this a jury trial? It's a, mm, well, no. No, no, because no. libel court it's cases not. here in Ireland it's different to have been States, jury trials yeah. and often the way you dress in front of a jury in a libel trial can actually be an issue. I think what it is is Colleen is trying to go for the anti-wag look. She wants to distance herself from that totally made up superficial world with, you know, the giant Birkin bags and, and excess cash and anything that looks like that. She wants to be seen as this normal down-to-earth mum of four. And I think that's working really well for her because, you know, in fairness, it doesn't look like she wanted to be dragged through the courts. She didn't want this information coming out anyway. And Vardy really is painting herself the worst of this out of this. You're clearly being entertained by all of this. I am. And you're I, you know, you're not a football fan either, No, but there's cognitive... We all want to know if the lads were fuming. That's another thing that came out, like, about... Something does strike me. I mean, is Wayne, Tro- Wayne Rooney getting a bit unfairly treated by all this? I mean, there's all these sort of cartoons about him. There's all sorts of comments about his dress as well and how he looks and the rest of it. And if comments were made about women and the way they've been made about Wayne Rooney, there'd be uproar. That's what Peter Andre was saying. He said, well, if it was a woman's private parts that were being discussed, uh, you, you know, has the, a point, the press has a field day. And he is right, I think. And I think the thing with Wayne Rooney is, and Colleen as well, the tabloids have made them figures of fun for so long. I mean, that's the, a really timely issue. Like, she has been under severe scrutiny from the tabloids since she was a schoolgirl. And, and the same with Wayne since he was just a young boy and it reinforces that feeling that this, you know the tabloids in particular have this unhealthy interest in people's lives like this but I don't think anything will change at all after this trial anyway OK, some of the comments coming from listeners Geraldine says I'm 44 and rather intelligent but I've never heard the phrase Davy Jones's locker until just now OK, fair enough Everyone else or Shane says everyone should know that Davy Jones was in the monkeys Exactly <laughs> Fair point. And uh, quite a lot coming on. Uh, some listeners, I'm not listening to that nonsense. I'll be back to you in 10 minutes when you're finished. We've done more than 10 minutes. Um, 
when are we going to when is this all going to end and when will we get a I mean this could roll on and on into this I mean I think we're getting another three weeks at least of this and I think three more weeks of this I think it could be three more weeks of this I mean it could be we don't I I think it's two or three more weeks at least and I think the interest in this has been so widespread because there is so many different areas going on in the trial from football to the press to you know what's going on between the two women and it's a lot less dark and horrifically disturbing than Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and I think you know that has been turned into entertainment by very misguided obsessive fans on social media and a trial about sexual assault violence drink and drug addiction is not something to be taken lightly or observed like a movie but Wagatha Christie feels like the folly of the ultra rich and it's like the scandalous peep inside that world but it also makes you acutely aware of the underhanded processes that the tabloid press do and about the media you consume. It struck me Rebecca Vardy's relationship with the son there was a documentary recently about Paul Gascoigne Mm. and how he was manipulated by the son and by Rebecca Wade, Rebecca Brooks in her role in the sun and there's a lot of similarities We've learned nothing after the news of the world in the Leveson trial yeah. it looks like and if you see that symbiotic relationship between these celebrities and thinking that that is the only way that they're going to remain their statuses are going to remain or they remain relevant is to sell these stories it kind of takes a different look it, it, it leaves a bitter taste in your mouth Thank you very much Jennifer Gannon The Last Word with Matt Cooper Today FM It all happens here Hi, I'm Joanne Bregan. I was a nurse but wanted to go into teaching, so I did the postgraduate diploma in education practice at NCI. The course was excellent, and everything I learned there, I definitely use now in my teaching career. When I see myself now, I see living proof that NCI really helped me find my path. On Wednesday, June 8th from 5 to 7pm, join us for NCI's on-campus open evening and learn about our full and part-time courses in business, computing, psychology and education. To register, visit ncirl.ie.